controls the space controls the universe Welcome to a Kickers of Elves presents Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll good. just I'm gonna just gonna throw to Hugh over here and let him explain maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Well. Uh, thanks again for for listening. If you're listening to this, then you are a fan of the three of us and our Discovery podcast, Discovery Home Companion, and our Deep Space Nine podcast, The Rules of Acquisition. This will be a short mini-series podcast, which the three of us will explore the first Dune book and its many permutations throughout popular culture. I have first encountered Dune in the early 2000s when I watched the David Lynch film with James. Yes. And then around 2010, I read the book. And then I've had a lot of feelings about the book as years have gone by. Denny, uh, uh, Val, how do you pronounce that guy's last name? I want to say it properly. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villeneuve, Villeneuve yes. It's been announced that he's going to make what's going to be a big budget adaptation of it. And that just had me completely vexed as to why that would happen, <laughs> uh, considering the source material. And so I posed a question to these guys, and Wade said, what? Dune is great. This is ripe for adaptation. And James said, you mean what? Yeah, you know, because he hadn't read the book like Wade and I had. So yeah, my my feeling is is that Dune is pro- they're gonna uh, a big movie studio is going to try to force it on us. And the book <laughs> is it's my feeling that the book is racist, <laughs> stupid savior story, sexist, poorly written, scattershot <laughs> thematically, uh, a bloated. Overlong, and <laughs> I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty much uh, not worth spending one hundred fifty million dollars on uh, to make a, a a motion picture from a prestige <clears throat> director. And these are the points I'm going to go over. Uh, whenever, how do you really feel though? Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> just let's not count it. But okay, well, Wade, do you want to get into how you uh, your relationship with the first Dune book and then the, the Dune saga? Um, I, I guess you, you have any more, um, you know, things to say against? Well, I mean, I've got a whole mini series to unpack. We have several episodes. How I feel about it. That was just a brief overview of how I feel about it. I actually have a, a weird history with Dune. Like one. I've never seen the David Lynch movie, which is odd, but... We're going to remember that. Yeah, 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 we are. That's a part of this miniseries. But um, my first introduction to Dune was like when I was, I don't know, I was like in fifth or sixth grade or something. I was really into books as a kid, I guess, and science fiction, I guess. And so um, my oldest brother, who's like 12 years older than me, had asked my mom what I was into. And he's like, oh, they're into science fiction. And he's like, oh, I'll get him a science fiction book. Uh, I, I say them. I have a twin brother. Sorry. Um, and so the for Christmas one year, I got not Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune. I got the third or fourth book in the series. And God Emperor Dune with the Worm Man. No, it was like 
Dune Messiah. Maybe it was just Children of Dune, I guess, which is only the second one. Yeah. But no, there were... there. No, Children... You children, were a child and wait. children were in the title. Yeah, maybe. So. Children, children of Dune. Uh, uh, like Children of Dune is the third one. Messiah is the that makes one. that's right because it was it was definitely more complicated than just the second one. There was like a pair of twin <laughs> emperor children or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes, there were. Um, yes. <laughs> and it picks these. These are not books for like a fourth grader or fifth grader or however young I was. And two, <laughs> or a or thirty eight year old. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no, it's yeah, fine. Um, or they might, or maybe they're exactly for a. Uh, neck bearded 38 year old as myself they're definitely not for like a an elementary school kid and definitely not the third book in the series which just picks up the first book's bad enough about like here it's talking here's science fiction terms that we're not explaining and there you go figure that shit out but when it gets into the whole like atreides family history and just plops you in the middle of it i didn't know what the fuck was going on and so I didn't read the book. I started reading it and I was like, I, I, this is too much. I can't do it. Uh, fast forward like 20 plus years later, uh, where then I'm living in Brooklyn and I had just had a roommate that was really into the Dune books and I was still a big reader and whatever. So he was like, oh, you got to read them. And then I read them all. And so, yeah, so I went back, started at the beginning and I've, I've read the first Dune book. I've read all of the Herbert Dunes. I've read a few of the prequel series uh what brandon sanderson and the other and do and herbert's son wrote so i even know some of the background it's not brandon sanderson you're gonna get killed it's not brandon sanderson okay kevin j, kevin anderson. j. anderson yes anderson sanderson yeah, i'm trying to save you from getting killed man <laughs> no no no, no that, dude, thank you <laughs> thank you but all those Blanderson white sci-fi writers all run together. The Blandersons. <laughs> Are they all Mormons? They're probably, <laughs> They're probably all Mormons probably. too. I know Bra- I know Brandon Sanderson. Well. The Brandon the Blandersons. <laughs> yes, that's a great term. Okay. So yeah, so, and then they wrote these like so uh, yeah, so I I'm a big old nerd and I really got into the world building aspect and I still have yet to see any of the um films or media versions of it so i don't have like those images of uh improving images in your head kyle Kyle mclaughlin or sting or any of that is not coloring my the way that i look at it Hmm. so i don't know um my name is james nolan and as hugh said me and him watched it for the first time i think it was like 93 or 94 um 94. 2003, 2004, <laughs> 90, sorry. 2002, two, yeah, about 2002. Yeah, 2002. I think it was about yeah. 92 when my brother was giving me Children of Doom. Um, and I, I was, I'm a huge David Lynch fan, fan and I was just going to go through and watch all of David Lynch's films, and Dune is obviously his third movie. Um, and I, I know it's notorious, and I knew that it wasn't like just the third David Lynch film. It was like this notorious him trying to at mainstream and had a $50 million budget, which was a lot back in the early eighties. And it was a clusterfuck of epic proportions. And, uh, I gotta admit, I, I really liked it. <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, I think that it, um, it's weird. I think when you watch it in the string of David Lynch films, it makes perfect sense. And themes that later on he develops or imagery and stuff that he develops in older movies are present in Dune. But um, I see that it also (laughs) 
veered towards the uh, canon films Masters of the Universe more than the <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, oh, which is what they wanted it to be. So I, I get that. Uh, and I do think there's some cornballness to it and some just, it, it's a failure of a movie, but it's a glorious failure. But I didn't read the books. My stepfather really pushed them on me as like something that was really profound and really deep and had a lot of themes. <laughs> We're going to talk about themes a lot, I think. Ooh, yeah. um, had a lot of themes. Uh, and so, but I, I started and I was like, fuck it, fuck this book. I'm not the hugest, like, big, like, epic sci- sci-fi guy, uh, generally. Uh, that's changing a little bit, but so when Hugh proposed it to me, I noticed that it was being referenced a lot recently over the last year and a half in political circles. <laughs> I kept seeing, like, Deep references and stuff like that, and so I was like, I'm interested to, like, is there... Something in this that I need to like experience that maybe wasn't in the David Lynch film. And I know that they, they've always tried to get it right. They did the sci-fi thing. And then he was talking about the Denis Villeneuve, so I was going to read it. And so uh, over the last month, I've been reading it. And I just finished it all about this time last week. And about a week ago, you don't know what time it is. And I got to say, I'm probably closer to where Hugh is than where Wade is. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, oh, and for all for all but, you people that love the book, uh if you didn't catch on, I'm probably going to be the defender of it. Um <laughs> I'm but I, there are things that I'm interested to talk about. Yeah. I hope it won't so, devolve uh, into just James and I fighting or Hugh and, like we did on Discovery. I don't think it will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, so. I don't think it'll be cuz I mean a lot of things are there are things that there are some things that are indisputable. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there are thing, some things that are a matter of taste. This this uh, podcast miniseries is not interested in fighting over the things that are a matter of, of taste. We're trying to unpack mm-hmm. a cultural uh, importance, where it's been, uh, and where it's going, yeah. I guess. Because yeah. it is undeniable that it has been kind of a looming kind of thing in sci-fi fandom. This is regarded as the most popular sci-fi novel uh guardian magazine that's co- re- regards this as the most popular sci-fi novel in history so i mean that it's got an importance to it other than just something that we've been bandying right. about and like if this exists in the zeitgeist as a respected and loved it's the it's the lord of the rings of sci-fi of hurts coming out of my mouth <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I mean, I think that it is, it's worthy of our struggle. Right. I mean, that was like, let's put it that Arthur way. Arthur C. Yeah. Clarke dubbed it that. I think, I think it's on the front of my yeah, like, idea. Well, Arthur C. Clarke thought a lot of things and we'll unpack <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, okay. Hugh's got mad fire yeah, here. Right. Um, Hugh's, Hugh's got a case. Let's yeah. Put it that way. Hugh, <laughs> and he's going to prosecute it. <laughs> Yeah, you has a vendetta. It sounds like, but you know. Well, this book took my time twice. <laughs> we tricked. We I read this fucker twice. We joked that we tricked you into reading something he hates twice. Right, I did. I did finish. I finished my second time through, like a good masochist. What no. three weeks ahead of you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess. Uh, do we want to go over like sort of our schedule? Yeah. yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So our uh, our thoughts are: we were going to do a comprehensive thing. So we're going to look through it at the book and then go through it through the media um this will be this is like a little intro we're doing uh the next podcast that we do that you'll see coming out will be a a longer 
discussion of the book as a like sort of a basic book review and that's probably where we'll hash out the good stuff uh, we right now have it penciled in for a second uh podcast where we just talk about the themes and the importance of the book itself and culture that's probably where he was gonna <laughs> do a lot of prosecuting of these things and then uh third one is going to be uh, a great documentary about a failed production of dune from Alejandro Jodorowsky. Uh, the documentary is called Jodorowsky's Dune. It came out in 2013. The Dune production was in the 70s, so we're doing it before the other productions. Um, but it's a really great documentary about this glorious failed production of a film of Dune. Then we're fourth going to do the Lynch film uh, in all of its glory. Everybody's watching the original cut. Is that right? Uh, and I will also watch uh, the bigger cut, the Alan Smithy cut. I may or may not watch the the Alan Smithy cut too. I'm kind of interested, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, okay, do. and um, and we'll go into why there's two different cuts and why it's Alan Smithy and all that. Uh, the th- what are we on? We're one, two, three, four. The fifth podcast we do will be on the sci-fi ten-hour, eight-hour miniseries. Of Dune, <laughs> yeah, of Dune with uh, William Hurt and a whole bunch of nobodies. Um, <laughs> then we will do a, I think, a wrap up episode on um, Denis Villeneuve's all the information that's coming out about Denis Villeneuve and sort of make a sort of a final assessment of where it is and what why it is <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, so that's sort of our plan right now. I think it's eight episodes that we're planning to do all told. So uh, here we go. All right. I'm excited and a little bit scared. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So I'll just recite the litany of fear to myself. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a sort of a project for us. I don't know if we've ever done anything quite yeah. like this. So I'm interested to no, see. This is a nat- this is, I think this is the next natural progression of what we're trying to, to do with our platform. Yep. This is uh, stage one. Uh, this is stage one of the Kickers of Elf's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, are we going to, how do we sign out fear, here? Uh, Here's the mind killer. I will let it flow through. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> do they have any other statements? Uh, they got to say something else, don't they? All right. So uh, uh, the spice must flow. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck it. I don't know. Keep your. Keep your your nose tube <laughs> yeah. in your nose. Yes. Oh, hope your nose tube doesn't chafe. I don't know. <laughs> Beware your water tastes brackish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to stop this, right? right? Yep. Check us out. All right. Yep.